The NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. The WinBet Casino is now offering a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 for new users. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. Roster brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Roster brought to you by StableDuel. StableDuel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $25,000 with one entry. Head over to StableDuel.com and get started today. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome everyone to the NBA Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Monday, March 28th, currently 1036 on the East Coast. I am back after a short hiatus for some personal reasons, but my main man joining me today that held it down over the past several weeks, absolutely crushing it. My co-host, esteemed co-host, colleague, and brother, Terrell Furman Jr. Terrell, how you feeling this Monday evening, brother? Man, look, I'm great because I got my guy back with me, man. Oh, let's fucking go. I got my guy back. <laughs> Moon off. We missed you, man. We missed you. We've had fucking three hour long episodes every other episode because I have no sense of time at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to have you back and, you know, keeping me in line from renting for too long. No, you guys uh, absolutely were crushing it. I was, I was, uh, I was out with some personal reasons. I know a lot of, uh, a lot of our Twitter followers and or my Twitter followers and the SGPN family knew what was going on, and uh, it was, uh, it was a tough, tough couple of two and a half weeks for me. Uh, we lost our baby, and um, I'm sorry, man. I'm trying not to get emotional, but no, um, sorry, bro. It's it's been hard, but. Um, you know, I've had the support of uh, the SGPN family, their thoughts and their prayers and and you guys holding it down. So shout out to you, Terrell. Shout out to Scott, Sean, Ryan, uh, McKee, Zach, everybody that that and Titus and all the other co-hosts that that reached out to me. And, um, you know, it, it, the thoughts and prayers and everybody constantly checking in. It really helped us get through it. And, you know, having family and friends. Uh, you know, it, it was tough, but for me, I was ready to get back to work. Um, gives me a good distraction, and, and here we are. But again, want to thank you, man, for holding it down. But uh, yeah, we got about nine to ten games left here in the regular season, and then NBA playoffs. So uh, definitely a good time to be back. But um, you know, we we get to sit here and we we've talked about things outside of sports on our NBA gambling podcast. You know, you've gotten things off of your chest and. Um, the amount of, I guess, encouraging words that I've gotten and people that have gone through this, not only in our SGP and family, it was kind of eye-opening. And, you know, losing a child, it's not easy, whether, you know, it, it's, it's been a miscarriage or, or, you know, having any type of issues that, you know, that babies kind of go through when they're growing up and, and inside of my mom's womb. And, and, you know, unfortunately for us, um, you know, we had to make a tough decision and, and now she's at the gates of heaven, you know, 
I have comfort knowing that she's not going to be alone up there, but um, yeah, I just wanted to want to thank you guys for holding it down, but I am back. Um, and again, lastly, just want to thank everybody again uh, for reaching out to me and uh, uh, thoughts and prayers. And, and, you know, I'm just going to take it a day at a time, you know, uh, we're back home in Texas, but um, yeah, man, uh, don't, sorry, don't want to rain on too much, but Terrell, oh, bro, no, take your time. You know, we love you, bro. We all here for you. And especially during this time and, you know, whatever you need, you know, you got us, you got the backing of everybody over here. You got the backing of the fan base. Yeah. And everybody's been crying that they missed you. Everybody's been out there, you know, I, I guess, I guess I won't doing that well. <laughs> everybody was like, where's Moon off? Go ahead, get Moon off back guys. But no, no. So, you know, we love you. We miss you. We're all here for you, especially during this time, you know, to lean on us whenever you need it. Yeah. And it's crazy that, you know, a lot of people think that we just get up here and we just talk about the NBA and we talk about betting things and, and, and that's just what it is at the end of the day. But no, it, it goes beyond that. Behind the mic, we get to talk about real life stuff and, and we're a family. At the end of the day, we are a family and, and that's just what it is. So, um, But we got NBA. Uh, Terrell, you and Scott absolutely crushed the last two weeks. Um, anything you want to get off your chest over the last two weeks uh anything that you noticed in the nba over the weekend before we get into these monday games uh let's see here well one of those weeks i finished number one in tally site you know not to brag or anything number one in tally site and picks that's what happened since you've been gone me and scott been killing it honestly we it whether it's dogs locks I've hit a good portion of my locks while you were out. So I think that was that was some of your light shining on me. I hit a, a really good portion of my locks while you were going. So just another but, day at the office, huh? Yeah, just another day, go. to be <laughs> honest. You know, just another day. But Do we want to talk thing, about the Boston Celtics? We can. We oh, can. Well, let's save, uh, oh, let's we save got, that for Friday. I got a Friday? Okay. I think uh, McKee's going to be out on Friday, so I think me, you, and uh, Scott will rock it on Friday, and we can talk about it then. Unless you want to go for it right now. No, I mean, it's, I mean, there's really nothing to say, but everybody's – they've done this before. Yeah. They've done this before, and everybody's about to hop on the train, and, you know, there is spots where it is a good spot to pick Boston. I understand that, and I yeah. 100% are with you with that, and I've, I've jumped on them on those good spots. But I'm yeah. telling you, it's going to come a time where everybody's mm-hmm. going to push all their chips in on Boston and they're going to absolutely let you <laughs> down. And when that day comes, I'm going to come back on this pod and I'm not going to say a word. I'm just going to say that to, yes, that that was the day. I'm not going to say anything and we're going to keep moving to the next t- subject because the day will come. Yeah. I'm trying to tell you. Okay. The only thing that I have to mention before we move on is that in today's episode of These Dudes Ain't Trying to Fight For Real. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris Rock. I seen, I seen you, I seen you jab back. Like I say, I seen you step back and ball that fist up for a quick second. I respect that. I really, really do. That was your instinct. But it ain't no way. No way I'm letting Will Smith slap me and Beyonce and Megan the Stallion is both in the building watching. Ain't no way. You got to you gotta set it off. You gotta say it off just because they in the building watching. No way I'm getting first of all, just Beyonce. Ain't no way I'm getting slapped in the face and, I'm, and Beyonce watching and I don't do nothing. You gotta step for that. But Megan too, 
Ain't no way, Chris. Chris. Oh, Chris. I you you had you show great restraint. I I commend you for that. But that won't the time to show restraint. Not with Beyonce and Megan in the building. No way. Ain't no way. Do we declare Chris Rock the captain of these dudes ain't trying to fight? He's the uh he's the booster. Chris All Rock's right. the booster. Yeah, he's the booster of the team. Yeah, a lot of uh, great memes on uh, the Twitterverse and social medias yesterday after what transpired at the Oscars between Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, I saw you were you were on a retweet uh, spree it there was yesterday, <laughs> man. And you got to think because of the time difference from me to over there, that's yeah. going on, and y'all getting ready to go to bed. But yeah. my day, literally, I'm about to go to work, and I'm looking at this, so I'm literally reading through everything throughout the course of the night. I'm just like, this is funny. This is funny. This is funny. There were no bad jokes last night. Everybody got jokes off you can go to my twitter page and see all the all i retweeted basically everything and was laughing it was hilarious it was a great moment in tv at least i thought it was a great moment in tv it was absolutely hilarious and then he won the oscar i don't know how i folded (laughs) how did i fold not going in i don't care what the juice we were laying was Mm-hmm. But there's no way that I didn't go and find that bet for him to win that Oscar after that. I sh- that should have been my first instinct. I'm over here laughing and I'm not thinking about money. I should have instantly went to go put in a bet for him to win the Oscar. Absolutely. That was probably all the way up to like minus 10,000 after the, after the slap with Chris Rock um, for him to win it. But yeah, that, that was entertaining last night for sure. Um, anything else that you've noticed? I know, uh, uh, the Nets dropped a tough one against the Hornets. Uh, I, I but, predicted that. I yeah, picked, I picked the Hornets last night um, mm-hmm. on Tyler's site. If you saw that, you saw I picked the Hornets. It was a pretty, pretty easy spot for me actually. Kyrie just went for fifty on them. This was Kyrie's return to Brooklyn. I knew they were going to try to spoil that. And if mm-hmm. you paid attention, the Nets already got a win in Brooklyn earlier this year. They played them really tough in Brooklyn. Yeah, I mean not Nets, but the Hornets. The Hornets got a win in Brooklyn. They play them yeah. really tough in Brooklyn. So. Mm-hmm. All that, plus they were getting five, and the line movement started to tick down. It was like at five and a half at one point, tick down to five, and I'm pretty sure all the money was coming in on the Nets. It didn't make sense that anybody was betting Hornets, so it, it kind of felt right that the Hornets were going to win that for me, and it was a lot of parlays that people had with Nets money line or props, player performance doubles with props and Nets to win that fell short. Yeah. And, I mean, this Nets team, they're straight. They're decent, but again, if Kyrie is not on and KD is not on, they're going to be out of there very, very quickly. You got to have both of those guys on. Both of those guys got to attribute for almost, if not, fifty percent of your scoring. So, yeah, it, and we, like I said, they're just one of those teams, man. Mm-hmm. They're just one of those teams. Yeah, we've talked about this all season long with the Charlotte Hornets. There was really again that third <clears> quarter uh, where they just came came out and played well. They outscored the Nets thirty seven twenty nine and. That's kind of been the theme for them, the, the Charlotte Hornets, all season long. But, yeah, big win for the Hornets it, kind of in that that playoff picture for the uh, Eastern Conference standings as we you know, kind of wind down here with about seven games left for each team uh, for the remaining of the season. Um, Terrell, let's put a bow on all of that. Let's take a quick break here. We'll come back and then we'll dive into these Monday night games here in the NBA. 
We're brought to you by WinBet. Looking for Las Vegas-style casino fun in the palm of your hand? Look no further than WinBet, the premier online casino from the five-star Win Resorts properties. From classic table games to all the best slots, thrills, and jackpots, WinBet has everything from the ultimate casino experience. Sign up today and receive a 100% first match up to $1,000. And for our sports bettors, WinBet win hour from 2 p.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. There's better prices on select games. Anyone who has the WinBet app is alerted right on the hour. That's 2 to 3 p.m. on the West Coast. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offer subject to change, terms and conditions apply at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Looking for a sweet SGPN hoodie? Every day, March Madness games are played. We'll be giving away a hoodie. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash slash merch madness to enter that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash merch madness. All right, coming off of the break, we have about, let's see, one, two, about eight, eight, seven, eight games on the schedule here tonight in the NBA. We're just going to dive right into it. Let's, with the first game on the board, we have the Denver Nuggets headed across town to take on the Charlotte Hornets. As we just mentioned, um, Charlotte Hornets on a back-to-back situation. The Denver Nuggets have opened as a three-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. That number has ticked down to minus three across the board. Total opened up at 232.5. That number's up to 233.5. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. Not yet one submitted for the Hornets because they did play yesterday. For the Denver Nuggets, uh, Faku Kompazzo is questionable. Jermichael Green, questionable. Other than that, pretty clean injury report. Um, For the Hornets this season on back-to-back situations, um, they are, let's see, 3-10 and against the spread. 8-5 Eight and five to the over. But Terrell, let's start with the side here, man. Uh, let's call it minus three for the Denver Nuggets in Charlotte tonight. What are you thinking? So I understand the back-to-back thing okay. with the Hornets. Mm-hmm. Three and ten is not good at all. But I'm almost positive at one point when we we're recording over the season that they were like zero and seven. So. I'm, I'm almost positive 0-7 was the number. It might have been a little bit more than that. Either way, at the very least, since that point in the season, they've been 500, if not better, on back-to-backs. So I'm not really looking too much into that. I think that they're a different team than they were in the beginning of the season. They're definitely a different team with Gordon Hayward out mm-hmm. that can be for better or for worse, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But with this, it's going to be the defense for me. And the defense of the Denver Nuggets has been abysmal. Yep. It has been absolutely abysmal. They're towards the bottom of the league, 29th in the NBA in opponent's field goal percentage. They are 26th in the NBA in opponent's three-point percentage in the past five games. And Charlotte has been hovering outside the top 10. Mm-hmm. They're not the best, you know, not the worst. They're kind of leaning in that middle, hovering outside the top 10 in all these defensive metrics. So it, it feels like a lot, a game where everybody's like, all right, let's just bet Den- Denver money line, and mm-hmm. that should come in. That should be a real easy bet. 
And I don't think it's going to be that easy. Is Jokic going to get off? Absolutely, because Charlotte has zero inside presence at all whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But I like the uh, the scoring options for Charlotte a lot better than I like for Denver. As of now, Denver has Jokic and they have Bones Highland. And those are really the two scorers. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, you're just hoping and pleating like you're hoping and pleating that you get something out of Aaron Gordon some night. You don't know what you're going to get out of Will Barton every given night. He could go off for something. He could go off for nothing. Yep. And so Bones Highland has gone on a little bit of a run here. And, you know, he's come down to earth a little bit. But I I like the options of Miles Bridges, LaMelo Ball, Terry Rozier, even though I really, really don't even like Terry Rozier like that. <laughs> P.J. Washington. I like those options in Charlotte a lot better than I like the options in – Denver. So in a game where I expect points to be scored, I'm going to go yeah. with the team that I feel more comfortable in their offense, and that's Charlotte. So I'll take Charlotte in points. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head about the defense that has really struggled for the uh, Denver Nuggets over the past at least the five games, where kind of filtered down to they're all the way down to number 28. Um, and I think the advantage for the Charlotte Hornets in this game is again, like you mentioned, in the backcourt with Lamelo Ball and Terry Rozier and. That for the Denver Nuggets, you are only going to have to rely on, like you mentioned, again, Nikola Jokic and Bones Highland, who's been playing really, really well for the Denver Nuggets. Um, you know, the, at this point in the season when we talk about back-to-back numbers, I, I think every game matters, especially for both of these teams, especially uh, Charlotte, who is battling for a playoff position in that Eastern Conference. Um, so the motivation factor is it's going to be high, right? I, I think that's accounted for in the line as well, but. You know me, I've kind of been on this train all season long when I'm getting plus points on teams uh, at home. I'm usually taking that. So I'm taking Hornets plus a three here. I also do like uh, the over in this game for all the reasons that you did mention, especially Charlotte Hornets team total here tonight. Um, They're right now at 115 and a half. Um, You know, we said that the Denver Nuggets uh, defensive efficiency, number 28 over the last five games, you mentioned the opponent field goal percentage. Uh, they're all the way down in the bottoms. They're bottom three in all those categories. So give me the Charlotte Hornets here tonight as well. And I love this team total over 115 and a half for the Hornets. Um, any player props that you're looking at in this game or any other thoughts on the total here, Terrell? No, not really. Probably maybe looking at something towards LaMelo's way and Jokic. I think Jokic has a little bit of mismatch. I think P.J. Washington could actually have a little bit of a game here. I don't think Jokic has anything or even – he doesn't even attempt to do anything on the inside these days, honestly, unless the ball is in the air and it's in his arm length. He's really not trying to do anything defensively. So I think that P.J. Washington could have a little bit of a day on the inside and keep building on that really big game he had yesterday. Yeah, uh, quickly want to mention last game uh, between these two teams. Joker had uh, – I think he had uh, – 20, 26 points and 21 rebounds. I'm currently seeing uh, over 13 and a half rebounds at plus money tonight. So that might be a worth a look for a player prop here tonight uh, for Nikola Jokic against his Charlotte Hornets uh, lack of front court. Uh, Terrell, let's move it along to the next game. We have the Orlando Magic headed to Cleveland to take on the Cavaliers. So this line opened up at 10 for the Cavs at home. That number has ticked down to minus nine. Starting to see some minus nine and a halves come up for the Cleveland Cavaliers checking the injury report. I'm sorry. The total opened up at 215. That number's up to 218 injury report for both of these teams for the Cleveland Cavaliers. The usual suspects are out. Jared Allen continues to be out. uh, And Dean Wade is also out for the Orlando magic. Um, Jalen Suggs continues to be out with a right ankle injury. 
Uh, Jonathan Isaac, we know, is out. And then Bull Bull is also out for the Orlando Magic. But compared to what we've seen, Orlando Magic pretty healthy. Uh, let's start with the side here, Terrell. Let's call it minus nine and a half for the Cleveland Cavaliers hosting the Orlando Magic. Don't be alarmed, but the Orlando Magic have quietly in the past five games become a really good defensive team. Third in defensive rating in the league, first in opponent's field goal percentage. The Atlanta Magic, the Detroit Pistons, Indiana Pacers. We could even go talk about the – well, that's really it. I don't really want to talk about anybody else. But those teams have been playing a lot better recently. They're the bottom of the Eastern Conference, and they've been playing a lot better basketball recently, especially against these playoff teams. Maybe not Pacers. Pacers just got blown out a couple times. But Detroit and Orlando for sure. And so when it, it doesn't feel like they're tanking. It just doesn't feel – this does not feel like they're tanking at all. It feels like they're going out here and trying to compete in all these games. And that's evidently true in the defensive rating that they've, that they've had in the past five games. So you have a game against Cleveland Cavaliers that's going to be without Jared Allen. You're mm-hmm. still going to have the Twin Towers and for Orlando Magic and Mo Bamba and Wendell Carter. And Wendell Carter, who's playing absolutely amazing and out of his world – out of his mind right now. He's a double-double machine. He's going out there scoring, getting his his shot any way he can. Darius Garland is going to be a problem. I fully understand that Darius Garland is going to be a problem. I am interested to see how the bigs match up with, like I said, Mo Bamba and Wendell mm-hmm. Carter versus Evan Mobley. Yeah. And a little bit of Kevin Love, but majority Evan Mobley, who's going to probably go in there and try to really do something there. I think that Orlando has enough to keep this close. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I haven't liked the downward spiral that I've seen the Cavs go on towards this second half of the season. Yeah. And a lot of it is really not their fault. It's just the buildup of injuries coming back to bite them. That's really what it is. They've had an excess of injuries for a good portion of the season. And then Jared Allen and their injury really just derailed everything that they were building and had going. So, Cavs are losers of three straight. I do think that they probably still get the win, but I'm going to take the magic in the points here. Yeah, this number feels a little touch too high, uh, especially for the Cleveland Cavaliers. They are only two and seven against the spread. I believe over their, yeah, their last nine games here. Um, this is the highest spread that they've had over, ooh, let's see. I want to say since uh, January 22nd, um, when they were double digit favorites, but I mean, Orlando, like you mentioned, I think again, the matchup inside between Wendell Carter, Jr. Mo Bamba um, without Jared Allen there, this team has looked different. Um, I will. Yeah. Take the plus nine here with the Orlando magic as well. I'll look for a Wendell Carter to have a big game on the boards. Cleveland, ever since they lost Jared Allen, they've been struggling on the boards here a little bit. Um, so I think that, you know, maybe Orlando can limit the possessions for the Cleveland Cavaliers, you know, forcing one and uh, one and duns uh, on the offensive side for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, and then defensively, like you mentioned, yeah, shockingly at the Orlando Magic have been playing really, uh, or they've been playing better defense uh, as of late than they way have been, you know, compared to the, the season long where they are number three, like you mentioned. So um, yeah, let's go with the plus nine here. Uh, you, you hit the nail on the head. I, I was looking at window Carter junior props as well here for tonight. Uh, anything else for this game? Uh, any thoughts on the total here? No, not really. Uh, yeah, not really. I don't have anything right now. 
Yeah, I'll say this. The uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six out of the last seven games have gone over the total, and I think that would be eight out of the last nine have gone over the total for the Cleveland Cavaliers as well. Um, yeah, defensively without Jared Allen, they've been struggling here a little bit. So um, maybe a slight lean towards the over or maybe even Orlando Magic team total look here tonight uh, mm-hmm. against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, let's move it along to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Atlanta Hawks headed into Indiana to take on the Pacers, where the Atlanta Hawks opened up as a six and a half point favorite. That number is at minus eight right now across the board. Total opened up at 234 and a half. It stayed the course there. Checking the injury report for both of these teams for the Atlanta Hawks. Bogdan Bogdanovich is questionable tonight with right knee soreness. John Collins, we know, is out. Sharif Cooper is also out. Danilo Gallinari also questionable tonight for the Atlanta Hawks. For the Indiana Pacers, uh, Malcolm Brogdon out. Chris Duarte out. Um, We just got the news this morning that they have shut down Miles Turner for the rest of the season. And also Dwayne Washington Jr. is also... That's uh, crazy. Like, why are we getting these news? (laughs) This is so stupid. (laughs) It's just so fucking stupid, yo. We knew that Miles Turner won't fucking come in back. Yeah. Are you going to tell me next that T.J. Warren shut down for the rest of the season? Like, we fucking knew this. <laughs> this wasn't, he wasn't coming back. They've done this with Zion. They've done this with Dame. They've done this with a lot of people recently trying to tell us shit we already know. Like, we know. You don't have to tell us. <laughs> yeah, Dwayne and then Dwayne Washington Jr. is also questionable tonight for the uh, Indiana Pacers. Um, start with the sign here, Terrell. Minus eight and a half. Of, or sorry, minus eight for the Atlanta Hawks in Indiana. Yes, give me the Pacers. I don't know why they keep giving the Hawks this large number. I understand that the Pacers are dog shit. I understand that the Pacers recently just got blew out twice by the Grizzlies. They got blown out by the Raptors. They lost a clo- they lost a game at home to the Kings. I understand all of that. But before all of that happened, they went wire wire with the Hawks on the road. And the Pacers can score the ball at will. And this Hawks defense is atrocious. It's absolutely disgusting. There's only one player, one and a half, one and a half players that commit defensively at all whatsoever. (laughs) So if you can get over one and a half players on that team to commit defensively, then they're going to be really good. Unfortunately, it's very, very hard to get that. And then you're possibly telling me that one of their best scorers on the team isn't going to play. It it just makes me a, be a no-brainer on Indiana here. I think that Indiana is tired of taking the embarrassing L's. They're three straight they've taken just now, and they've got embarrassed two of those three games. Really three because they shouldn't have lost that game to the Kings at all. That Kings team was out. I think they were without De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox, and they were without Sabonis in that game. Yeah. Yes, they were they were mm-hmm. without You're Fox right. and Sabonis in that game. So there was no reason for them to lose that game. Halliburton was pissed, probably pissed about losing that game. But it, it was partially his contribution as well. He just doesn't look fully healthy with that back injury. And so now they're going to get the Hawks again, and they're going to have Malcolm Brogdon. Is, well, is, is he in? Did they say Malcolm Brogdon is out. Bro, so Brogdon's out. Okay. Brogdon's out. Duarte's out. But they have a Halliburton and Buddy Heald. O'Shea Brissett. Oh, uh, Isaiah Jackson. Uh, let me, let, I'll so basically, this. this is basically the same lineup that they had last time. I in the last played. game, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, that's that's slightly depressing, but I just can't I can't trust Atlanta to defend anybody. I really can't trust Atlanta to defend anybody. 
And if there's an opportunity for the Pacers to put points up, Rick Carlisle is going to put fucking points up at any, mm-hmm. any chance you give him. If you give him open looks at the basket, he's going to tell his players to give him green light and they're going to put points up. So I'm going to take the Pacers here. I'm not trusting the Hawks on the road, and I'm definitely not trusting them against this Pacers team who's made it tough on them in the past. Yeah, Pacers are down in uh, number 26 in defensive rating or defensive efficiency at 121.1. Atlanta has been okay at 112.5. But I think the the, the scary part for me that kind of sticks out, and we talked about the last game where they didn't have Chris Duarte, they didn't have Malcolm Brogdon, is that Trey Young scored 47 points in that game. And the Atlanta Hawks still only won by three points. They still gave up 128 points to the Indiana Pacers. And I think that, again, we may see more of that here tonight where we see a lot of points being scored, but Indiana's able to stay within this number. Again, you know, a team that, you know, has been bad, but again, a underdog where you're getting points at home, I want to gobble that up as well. I think, again, it's going to be that uh, the Halliburton and Buddy Hield show for the Indiana Pacers here tonight. I mean, they don't have an option outside of those two guys. Last game uh, against the Hawks, they both had 25 points each in this game um, for the Pacers, 10 times as well for Tyrese Halliburton in that game. So until I think you said it that until I see this Atlanta Hawks team start defending, um, you, you can't bet on this team, especially on the road at minus eight that's, uh, or at minus eight and a half. Definitely shop around for this number. Atlanta Hawks on the road this season. I haven't mentioned the number, but they're 11 and 25 against the spread. They are five and nine against the spread as road favorites um, <clears throat> uh, so far this season. So, yeah, let's go Pacers plus the eight. Do like the over in this game. I think we may see a track meet again. I think all this is the fourth matchup between these two teams. Uh, and we've seen a lot of points being scored in the three previous matchups as well. So I'll take the over in this game. Uh, maybe look at Pacers team total in this game as well. Uh, anything else that you like for this game, Terrell, before we move on? Yeah, I'll take Halliburton assist in this game. I think that the Atlanta Hawks are just so bad defensively that Halliburton is going to be able to get his guys looks at the basket. He's not going to be trying to, especially with that back injury, he's not going to be trying to do too much himself. If he can set other people up, he'll absolutely do that. And I think they, they knock down those shots. So I'll take whatever Halliburton assist is for tonight. Yeah. Currently seeing Halliburton at uh nine and a half at plus money at plus one ten. but I think you might have better value on him just getting a double double tonight uh, at plus one thirty. Um, if you think that he's going to get over that nine and a half assists. So, um, yeah, definitely look out for, uh, a couple of options there if you do like Halliburton uh, player props here tonight. Uh, let's move it along to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Sacramento Kings headed into Miami to take on the Heat, where the Heat opened up as a 13 and a half point favorite. That number has trickled down to minus 12 and a half. Total opened up at 220 in this game. That number has come down to 216 and a half. Checking the injury report. For both of the squads, for the Miami Heat, Tyler Hero, questionable. Caleb Barton, questionable. P.J. Tucker's also questionable. Uh, more importantly, for the Sacramento ki- uh, Kings, Darren Fox is out. Rashawn Holmes, we know, is out with personal reasons. And also, Demonis Sabonis is out with a left knee contusion. I'll be surprised if we see Fox or Sabonis back for the rest of the season here, Terrell. But let's call it 13 and a half for the Miami Heat hosting the Sacramento Kings. Sorry, 12 and a half. Do I really want to get cute here? Do I really want to get cute here? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, Miami has played in... Oh, there's just so many things that just tell me to go Kings here. 
One, Miami is laying points. That's the first red flag. <laughs> Miami's laying points. What the fuck? Okay, so automatically makes me want to fade them and go Kings just because they're laying points. Then we go, Miami's laying double digits. That's another reason to fade. So we're at two here. Not to mention, in the past four games, Miami has played the Knicks without Julius Randle. Yep. They played the Warriors without Steph Curry, without Klay Thompson, without Draymond Green. Mm -hmm. And they played the 76ers without Embiid and without Harden and lost all three of those games. So that is red flag four, red flag three, four, five. Mm -hmm. I got five red flags here. That tell me do not, do not bet Miami. But fuck it. There's ever a get right spot. It's got to be against the fucking Kings <laughs> exactly without some bonus and De'Aaron Fox. I mean, of course it has to be. Yeah. It absolutely has to be. There's no, I swear if Miami doesn't run them out the gym by 20 tonight, I just don't know. I just don't. It. I may be getting cute with this. I really, really might. But, oh, my fuck, this just feels like they need to go in here and get a statement win at home because this has been a shitty-ass homestand. Give me the heat late. Hell, that just sounds fucking disgusting that I'm laying 13 <laughs> with the heat. But I'll lay 13 with the heat. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> when you saw this game, like, like this, like this is the ultimate, like, the get-right spot for the Miami Heat because – if you take a look at their schedule for the rest of the way, it's Boston, Chicago, Toronto, Charlotte, Atlanta, Orlando. They have some tough op opponents in there. If they're going to want to get that number one seed, or if they even want to get that number one seed, like you got to win the win these games here, especially against a game a team like Sacramento Kings that doesn't have their two best players in Fox as a bonus in this game. So, uh, reluctantly, uh, I mean, there's like pros and cons for both sides where you can make the argument. There is no pros for the Heat. There's absolutely no pros for the Heat in this game. This should actually be this should this should really be the Kings, but it just yeah. feels like it's so lopsided to the Kings right now yeah. that I'm just gonna take the Heat. Yeah. The only thing that will make me change my mind is if we get closer to the tip and there's some ninety percent of the money on the Heat, then I'll change my mind and I'll go Kings. But as of right now, it 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 has to be I, it has to be Heat. It just. It just sounds like that's where it has to go. Yeah, it's just a get-right spot for them, right? Like after having four straight losses here, you got looking be at ninety. Oh, go ahead. My fault. No, go ahead. I'm saying I'm looking at ninety-four percent of money on the Kings right here. I'm locking the Heat up minus thirteen. Okay, there we go. All right, <laughs> enough said there. Uh, any thoughts on the total here at two sixteen and a half? heat been going i don't really what have the heat been doing recently they've been, they've been really struggling on the offensive side i don't know why but they've been struggling on offense let's see if i can pull this up real quick last 10 games the heat have been it's probably even like at five and five six and four okay very close six and four in the last 10 games in their last 10 games at home they've been five and five big call there okay very in, i don't I'm just thinking about this Sacramento team, and even with those guys out, they can still kind of get up the floor a little bit. Mm -hmm. They've been out for a little while. Past five games, Kings have been two, three, and two against the against uh, over under. Yeah, I will. No, nah, it's not. There's not really. I I have a lean towards the over. I have a lean towards the over, but 
I could, they could very well strap the Kings up and the Kings not score anything tonight. And I wouldn't be surprised. And, and that's what drives it under. I may be also looking at the first half in this game where Miami just comes out and just kind of smacks him in the face in the first half. And, and it is a seven and a half point spread in that first half. Um, but that's maybe another way my, I may be looking at in this game. Um, Sacramento, prior to their two straight wins here against Indiana and Orlando, I mean, now world beaters, but they gave up 135 to the Milwaukee Bucks, 126 to the Boston Celtics, 127 to the Phoenix Suns. So, you know, if they're if these guys are going to knock down their shots tonight, I think, again, we keep on saying that it's the ultimate get-right spot for the Heat. But uh, not betting this game, but uh, since we do pick every game here, uh, I agree with you. you. I would lean with the Miami Heat uh, to kind of come in and smack uh, the Sacramento Kings on their home floor. Um, I, I, I'm locking it up, so I'm going to end up betting it. I feel right. terrible. And maybe I felt terrible for betting 13 with mm-hmm. Miami because that just sound that just doesn't sound right, but – Oh man, they should really like they should really beat the Kings ass today. It's the spot for like, it, they right? Should, they yes, and the fact that Miami is still a pretty like pretty decent defensive team. Mm-hmm. I know, well, not decent. They are a good defensive team. They yeah. they have a great head coach. They're mm-hmm. a good defensive team. They may not be looking like that recently, but mm-hmm. I'm trust Aaron Spo- uh Eric Spoelstra to get this team under wraps and they've lost they lost their they had a four game lead on the one seed and they gave it up in a week. So yeah. it like that's what that's what happened when you've been gone. That's what happened. Miami was the one seed and now they're <laughs> sitting at where the fuck are they even at? Hold on. They are second. So they're at second with a half a game above the three and four. So they went from the one seed up four games to second. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's technically Boston's game right now. Miami's definitely going to want to get this win. And we'll we'll talk about Boston a little bit later. But mm. they're they're going to be very very motivated and inclined to start putting a lot of wins on the board and come out as a one seed. Yeah, I mean we we, we talk, we've talked about this all season. Eastern Conference one through four right now are separated by half a game. Boston, Miami tied for one. Um, and then Milwaukee and uh, the Sixers are half a game back. This is going to be a fun ride to see who ends up with a number one seed uh, in the Eastern Conference. But um, anything else for this game, Troy, before we move on? No, no. But just a fun fact, just something to think about. Yeah. If you're not going to go for the one seed and you're not going to win the one seed, you very much should tank to three, four. Yeah. Because whoever the two seed is looks like they're on a crash course with Brooklyn. And that is going to be scary. Yeah, it is going to be absolutely scary. So if you're not if you're not rolling with the one, you might as well fall to three four and let it rock like that. Uh, quickly, um, I just uh, saw a note across Max Drews for the Miami Heat's birthday yesterday. So if you do see player props for him, maybe get down on that. <laughs> uh, don't see anything Stry- listed yet. Trade light though. Trade light. He's not like okay. So. But if Tyler Again, Hero is out, he probably gets things. Start. Well, Tyler, you know Tyler Hero come off the bench, so yeah. I, I still think even I think even though I still think Struis is going to get a pretty decent workload, especially if this is a blowout. However, remember with the birthdays is world beaters. World beaters go off on their birthday. You could just go ahead pencil that in. World beaters go off on their birthday. They're locks. <laughs> it's it's the it's the lower guys that you're like okay they might do something they might not so have yeah. fun with Struis but don't put your entire bankroll on it. yeah yeah Jack Toretto said uh, put a little bit don't don't go crazy on it 
Um, let's get over to the next game here, Terrell. We have the Chicago Bulls headed to the Big Apple to take on the New York Knicks, where the Chicago Bulls opened up as a four and a half point favorite. That number has come down to minus three and a half. Total opened up at 223 and a half. Uh, that number has uh, come down a couple points, uh, settled at around 219. Check the injury report for both of these teams for the Chicago Bulls. Lonzo Ball continues to be out. Uh, everybody else is a go for the New York Knicks. Quentin Grimes is the only questionable tag. Uh, we did see Julius Randle return. I believe it was yesterday for the New York Knicks against the Detroit Pistons, but um, don't see him on the injury report right now. But the only other name of significance is Cam Reddish. He's been dealing with that right shoulder injury. He's out for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, so I guess Julius Randle is back tonight for the New York Knicks. So let's start with the side yeah, he here. Played, he played other day. He played other day. Yeah, he Christmas. played yesterday, right? Was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. They played yeah the, it was uh, yesterday. Yeah, they played, he played against the Pistons. He, I don't think that they're going to rest him. I think they're going to just go ahead and let him play the back-to-back. Yeah, he played 31 minutes yesterday, uh, chipped in with 20.7 rebounds, five yeah, assists. Yeah, he played, played that game, I think the game against Miami. No, not Miami. He played some – I'm pretty sure he played one more game. Whatever. He doesn't matter. He's back. All right, let's game. see. The game, we, uh, let's call it uh, three and a half for the Chicago Bulls in New York. <sighs> The Bulls being on the road is the only reason I'm probably not going to lock this game. Mm-hmm. But I'm fairly certain that the Bulls come out with a win here. And so I'll just go ahead and take the chances that they make it by two possessions. Because, I mean, the handicap is simple. It's been simple for the Bulls. I've strayed away with it because I've gotten cute at times. But I'm just going to keep the handicap. I'm going to bet the Bulls when they're playing trash teams. And I'm going to fade them when they're playing really good teams yeah i mean that's pretty much it mm-hmm. yeah they got right. they got absolutely train wrecked by the pelicans the other day but relatively the pelicans been playing like a different squad and i think if this pelican squad this pelican squad was playing throughout the major course of the year they'd probably be a little bit higher in those standings but it just doesn't matter like they they beat the raptors raptors are a pretty solid team they beat them at home. They just got a road win against the Cavs that they really, really needed. And the Cavs still even made that a little closer than it should have been. But I just don't trust this Knicks team. I don't trust this Knicks team, especially with how they let the Pistons hang around yesterday. And even though I was on the Pistons in that slot, and I, I probably should have locked that game up, but mm-hmm. I was on the Pistons in that slot, and I just figured that the Pistons were going to hang around there. They've been really good against spread recently, but – this Chicago team needs a win. They need to keep things going and keep things rolling. I think that this is an opportunity for DeMar DeRozan and Zach to go out there and try to put up, you know, to shine. It's in Madison Square Garden. Everybody yeah. tries to shine in Madison Square Garden. I think that that's an opportunity for them. This Knicks defense has been okay. They've yeah. been good at times, okay at others. And am I really going to buy into the Knicks in this point of the season? Not really. It looks like Tibbs is finally just letting people get burned, like they're younger guys. You didn't see a Taj Gibson appearance yesterday. You saw Jericho Sims. You saw McBride. You saw Obi Toppin go out there and get minutes. Quickly had 31 minutes last night. So you saw people go out there, and he ran the young lineup. You saw them go out there and get minutes. You've seen this a little bit in the past. I think Tibbs is looking to the future, seeing what he's got for the rest of the season. 
if they can get a win, it'd be nice. But if, if they get behind early, I don't see them going out there trying to keep up. So give me the Chicago Bulls minus three and a half here. Yeah, this is the uh, fourth and final matchup between these two teams this season. Chicago has won um, two out of the three. Uh, the, th- the only loss was by one point, and that was, I believe, uh, or very early on in October um, for the Chicago Bulls, where I don't think they may have had Zach Levine in that game. But nonetheless, um, yeah, this is an important game for the Chicago Bulls. I mean, they, they've kind of been reeling here. Uh, they are number five in the Eastern Conference, uh, one game ahead of the uh, Toronto Raptors. They probably don't want to fall into that play-in tournament. Uh, they're only two games out of that seventh seed where the Cleveland Cavaliers are right now. So they got to pile up these wins. Um, and, you know, you've talked about this all season long where players that go into Madison Square Garden, they want to shine. So expect their two guards or, or their two main guys or scores, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan, to have a big game here tonight um, for the Chicago Bulls. So uh, definitely shop around for this, guys. I see a minus three. Floating around, minus three and a half floating around. So make sure you get the back. Best number if you are betting on the Chicago Bulls here tonight. Um, but yeah, I think that Chicago Bulls go into uh, New York tonight and get uh, the job done against the New York Knicks. Any player props or thoughts on the total here, uh, Terrell? If I had to play it, I'd play under because okay. the Bulls have just been under machine. I think there's some eight and two last 10 games, something like that. They've been really good to under, and I can see the Knicks making a play defensively. But Ultimately, I'm not really interested in too, too much in this game. Maybe Levine threes props because the Knicks just are abysmal guarding the three-point line. Mm-hmm. And I can see Levine, who really is a true two-guard, to be honest, go, being able to get himself open and get very good looks at the basket. So I like Levine tonight to have a pretty decent game. Yeah, DeMar DeRozan points might be a look in this game. I currently see a list at 23 and a half. And in uh, the three games so far this season, he's had – uh, 20, 31, and 34. So 30 plus in the last two games against the uh, New York Knicks um, for DeMar DeRozan. So that may, might be worth a look here, Terrell. Um, let's take a quick break here, bud. We'll come back and then we'll get into the final four games of this schedule on Monday night. There are never enough things to gamble on, and the one sport that runs 365 days a year is horse racing. The best part is, now there is a new way to play the ponies, especially if you are brand new to the sports. Check out Stable Duel, a daily fantasy-style app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. Pick your horses, build your stable, and play against others to move up the leaderboard. Win as much as $25,000 with one entry. That's right, $25,000 with one entry. Don't know anything about horses? Not to worry. The app gives you clear data on which horses to select to build your best strategy. The app is free to download at StableDuel.com. Multiple games are offered each day with free games weekly at tracks all over the United States. Get in the app, create your account, and start building your stables today. Invite your friends to play against you or play against our stables. You can even follow them in the app and we can compare our own stats. Download now at StableDuel.com and see how many winners you can pick in your stable. See you in the winner's circle. Play, race, win. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. The final four is set, and PropSwap is your place to cash in on the big dance. The last two weeks, PropSwappers have been making thousands of dollars by simply buying and selling college basketball teams. You can always find the best odds on PropSwap because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. Then after you make your purchase, you can either go for the win or resell your bet at any time to lock in a profit. Like Patrick from New York, 
who sold a 1,035 to 1 Houston Championship ticket for $6,000 on PropSwap before their Elite Eight game. Patrick turned $1,000 into $6,000 guaranteed, and the buyer got the best odds in the country. Go to PropSwap.com or download the free PropSwap app today. PropSwap has fantastic features like filtering tickets based on the best value, a free activity fee to stay in the know with all the big sales, and a red hot ticket red hot tickets for sale. A loyalty rewards program that turns your ticket sales into extra bonus cash and a first deposit match up to $500 only when you use promo code SGP on your first deposit. So again, a first deposit cash match, use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will match your deposit up to $500. Join the real sports better on PropSwap where America buys and sells sports bets. All right, coming off of the break, let's get into this next game on the schedule. We have the Boston Celtics headed to Canada to take on the Toronto Raptors where the Boston Celtics opened as a three-point favorite. That number has now flipped to minus four and a half for the Toronto Raptors. And I'm very certain that has something to do with the injury report because I believe, I don't think they have Jason Tatum tonight or maybe even Jalen Brown. Uh, Let me double check that because I don't see it on the injury report because Boston played yesterday. Um, But uh, also let's check the total in this game. That number opened up at 220 and a half. That number is down to 212 and a half. Uh, For the Toronto Raptors in this game, the injury report, pretty clean. Only questionable tag is Gary Trent Jr., who's dealing with the left foot, big toe, hyperextension. Uh, Terrell, let's start with the side here, minus three and a half for the Toronto Raptors. Sorry, four and a half, hosting the Boston Celtics. Yeah, I am on the Raptors here. I'm going to go ahead and lock the Raptors up while I'm at it because ultimately this Raptors team has gotten killed by the Celtics all year. Mm -hmm. One game they lost by two other games weren't particularly close. Yeah. So the issue with the other two games and they haven't played since November issue with other two games is they're going through injuries, COVID throughout that time. That was a kind of a rotating lineup for them. Very tough time for the Raptors at the time. You remember how they were earlier in the season. And we were like, is this the same Raptors team? Is this team going to even be in the playoffs? They're looking like they're heading to the lottery before they got to the point where they're able to turn their season around. Mm -hmm. They understand that they are playing for positioning. The Celtics are playing for positioning. This game means a lot. There is an opportunity for Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum to not play in this game. Right. I hope that I get at least one. If both of them don't play, that makes me hesitant because we've seen teams be able to step up when their stars are missing and open up the, that opens up a door for a world of trouble that I really don't want to get into. So I kind of do hope that I get at least one of them playing in this game. But for the most part, if they were at full strength, I would absolutely lock up the Raptors in this spot. I think this is a really good spot for them. I think that this is a chance for Pascal Siakam to get whatever he wants down low, especially with Grant Williams not looking like he's going to play because mm-hmm. he turned his ankle. I believe he turned his ankle, something like that, in the game last night. Yeah. So pretty good chance that Grant Williams doesn't play on the inside. So now you're looking at Al Horford and who else? And down low for them, I think that Pascal Siakam can have a really, really good game here. And this just seems like a spot where Nick Nurse is going to coach his guys up and tell his guys, like, hey, guys, we, we're trying to stay out this plan. We don't want anything to do with the plan. We finally built ourselves up to a spot where we're finally out of the play and we're not going back down just yet. 
And so here we are. You have the Boston Celtics. You have the number one team in the East coming into town and very confident that they can put on, they can beat you and, you know, hold you defensively that they're possibly not starting one, maybe two of their best players. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. I don't think Nick Nurse is going to let that fly. I don't think the Toronto Raptors team is going to let that fly. I think Toronto, Toronto wins this one in the landslide tonight. Yeah, I don't see anything official yet for uh, Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown yet, but I think the assumption might be that, um, like you mentioned, Terrell, that either one or both of those guys may be out tonight. This is yeah, a more important game for the Toronto Raptors because five, six, and seven are separated by two games right now. Chicago mine are three and a half. Uh, sorry, a two-game lead for that over that seventh seed right now. Toronto is one game ahead of Cleveland, who is in that seventh seed right now. So um, expect in an expecting Toronto full max motivation effort here tonight. Most of those guys are all healthy. Uh, again, like we mentioned, Gary Trent Jr. is the only questionable tag here tonight, but um, this game is more important for the Toronto Raptors than is a Boston Celtics um, right now. So I will lay also with you the Toronto Raptors here tonight, minus three and a half, minus four uh, for the Raptors. Um, and again, everything that you said about Pascal Siakam should have a big night. Currently looking at his rebounding props here tonight. Let me see if I can pull it up here uh, for Pascal Siakam. Seven and a half. It's a little juice at minus 140. Uh, maybe shop around for that number, but I think that you can have a double-double a here tonight against the Boston Celtics um, in on their home floor here tonight. Uh, anything else for this game, Terrell, before we move on? Any thoughts on the total? If I had to play, it would probably be towards the under. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that we bear, we're, we'll, we'll see more of a defensive effort in this game, especially with Boston, um, one of the best teams, if not the best team, um, post-All-Star break defensively. They've been really good uh, on that side of the floor, have the Boston Celtics. All right, let's get over to the next game here tonight, Terrell. We have the Golden State Warriors headed to Memphis, take on the Grizzlies, where this number opened up minus eight for the Grizzlies. That number is up to minus 10. Total opened up at 225. That number is around 221, 222, depending on your book. Um, let's check the injury report for both of these teams. For the Golden State Warriors, not yet one submitted. I believe they did play last night. For the Memphis Grizzlies, Brandon Clark questionable. Jaron Jackson Jr. is also questionable. We know John Rand's going to be out probably for another week or two, if not for the rest of the season. Um that is pretty much it. I think I did see Steve Kerr say that Clay Thompson, Draymond, and um, Otto Porter Jr. were not going to play in this game for the Golden State Warriors. But Terrell, let's start with the side here. Minus 10 for the Grizzlies hosting the Golden State Warriors. Ooh, we, if it's anybody that fucking hates the Warriors, it's got to be the Grizzlies, don't it? <laughs> they just give the Warriors hell every time they play. Every time they play, they give the Warriors hell, where if the Warriors are not eking out by the skin of their teeth, they're taking a fucking L to the Grizzlies. Yep. Man, how, how am I not on the Grizzlies in this spot? They're so good without John Morant. And it sucks that people use that against them saying that well this team is just really good job Morant doesn't need to be MVP because they're so good without them but 
they're just getting all they're getting everything they can from their players. Everybody's stepping up. Everybody understands their role. And when Ja comes out, everybody knows that they have to step up in the role that they have to go out here and play effective basketball. I've said this since the top of the year mm-hmm. that I like the Grizzlies to go to the Western Conference Finals. I think that they have a very, very real shot at the at the NBA finals this year. I'm yeah. going to be betting Memphis throughout the playoffs consistently until they until I'm either right or and the only other option, they fucking fold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be betting Memphis consistently because I'm almost positive Memphis will be dogs in a lot of these situations, especially in playoff basketball with a team that They've been there, but haven't been there. You got one series under your belt for a lot of those players. Some players, nothing. Yeah. This Memphis Grizzlies team is good. They're good, man. They're good. They're running teams out the gym. They are. They just got the Bucks up out the gym. Mm-hmm. They got the Nets up out the gym recently as well. And we know what they what they can do to the Rockets or what they can do to the Pacers. Yep. I I can't fade Memphis in this spot. Give me Memphis minus 10. Yeah, I mean, you said everything that needs to be said about um, what Memphis has done all season long, and especially without John Moran on the floor. I mean, the depth on this team, the shooters, and the commitment that they have on both sides of the basketball, I think that, you know, really speaks volumes of the success that the Memphis Grizzlies have had all season long. And, no, even over their last five games here, they're holding opponents um, three-point shooting. They are tied for number two at 9.6. And I, I am seeing on Twitter right now that Clay Thompson and Draymond Green are not going to be playing tonight. Uh, they are in that back-to-back situations, and neither one of those players have played in back-to-back situations all season long. So don't expect them to be there. So it's pretty much going to have to be the Jordan Poole show here tonight for the Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, I think this minus 10 is a little light. Even without John Moran, even if Triple J is questionable tonight, I expect you know Desmond Bain and and those guys to come out and just play basketball and run the Warriors out of the gym here. Um, so it's it's going to be either minus ten or nothing for this game for me as well. Um, back in the Memphis Grizzlies here tonight. Anything else for this game, Terrell? Before we move on, yeah, I think I'll. Um, no, I don't have a. I thought I had something on the total. I changed my mind. Nope. Yeah, total. Uh, it opened up at two twenty-five. It's at two twenty-one and a half. Maybe a first half over. Maybe yeah. a first half over. Okay. Um, let's get over to one of the two final two games here tonight. We have the San Antonio Spurs headed down here to the H to take on the Rockets, where the Spurs opened up as a minus five and a half point favorite. That number is up to minus seven and a half. Total opened up at two thirty-eight. That number has come down to two thirty-four. Checking the injury report for both of these teams. For the Houston Rockets, everybody is a go. Uh, nobody really listed on the injury report for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, is questionable here tonight. Devin Vassell is probable. Doug McBuckets is out with a right ankle sprain, and that is pretty much it. Sterell, let's start with the side here. Minus 7.5 for the San Antonio Spurs in Houston tonight to take on the Rockets. So I either got to bet the Spurs to win four games in a row or the Rockets to win three in a row. Wow, isn't that isn't that ass? <clears throat> I mean, I'll make this one I, easy. I'm going Spurs. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? Because look, the situation right now, and I'm obviously being a Rockets fan, 
they 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 are off of two straight wins against the Portland Trailblazers, and everybody right now, I think if SGPN put a squad together, we could probably go out and beat the Portland Trailblazers as well. But this Rockets team, if you kind of take a look at what they've done after a W this season, they've came out and lost games, and I this team needs to lose games for to secure that top three pick, and I, I they know that within the organization. You know, they're not going to come out and say that, hey, we need to lose games, but they know we need to lose games. I am taking the Spurs here tonight um, to to get this W here tonight in Houston. Give me the Spurs minus 7.5. I'll keep it that simple. No, fuck that. I'm not taking the fucking Spurs <laughs> laying 7.5, two points. I missed two points of value. I'm definitely not taking it now. I probably didn't even like it at 5.5. Look here. The Spurs, yes, they've been – They've been doing a better. They have gotten. The, they've actually played themselves into a position for the playing game. Understand all that. They're still missing two dynamic, two dynamic scorers for them in this game. And you're telling me that I'm just gonna lay seven and a half with them on the road? Absolutely not. This Rockets team can compete. They know this first team. They're in the division. I'm sure that if they compete, if there's any, ever a game to actually go up there and compete, it's 100% against the Spurs. So am I going to take this melatonin basketball team to really go into Houston and beat the team by over eight? Yes. I don't like it. I, I don't like it. I don't think so. I think that the Rockets have been playing better basketball. They're one of the teams that I mentioned that have been playing a lot better basketball. The Spurs have whooped them a couple times this season. I think that this is a good spot where they can come back and and get a really good win. They lost by 30 the last two times. They've lost by 30 the last two times they played this team. They know that they played this team plenty of times before. I think that this is a spot where the Rockets can actually go here and get a win, let alone cover this number. Give me the plus seven and a half for the Rockets. The problem is, is that I'm saying that the Rockets are probably going to pack it in tonight because they have to play Sacramento twice back to back. And if if Fox and Sabonis are not playing in that game, those probably be another two wins. I don't think they want to get a five five game winning streak going here um, when they are trying to get into that top three pick here. So I'm speaking as a fan. Maybe you're you're better off listening to Terrell on the handicap here. I'm no, no, you. I mean, I get it. I get why you're doing it. They've yeah. lost by thirty all three times they played this team this season. I 100 percent get it. Yeah, I really do. Ultimately, I think that this Rockets team is a lot better than those times when they played the Spurs. Sure. Because yeah. Jalen Green is 100% coming into his own this part of the season. Yeah. He's playing absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, Kevin Porter Jr. is another question, and <laughs> I question his relationship with the coaching staff and the decisions that they make at times and his commitment to the game. At, at sometimes he definitely can fall out of it, but at the end of the day, the dude is still a competitor, and whether he – is playing because he likes this team or he's playing just to secure himself another gig when he inevitably moves on from the Rockets. Mm-hmm. This is a spot for Christian Wood to get right against uh, Jacob down low. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I think that there's, too, there's still too many decent pieces for this Rockets team, and they can go deep as hell. They can actually go pretty fucking deep and still be solid for their production, not solid as a basketball team because this team fucking sucks, but solid for the Rockets production of still being able to put up some points. So, no, 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 no. I think I would sprinkle on a money line here. I think that this is possibly a money line win for the Rockets. All right. Okay. Uh, Any thoughts on the total here at 234, Drew? 
It's probably over or nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be over or nothing. All right. Let's get over to the last game of the night. The, probably the most exciting game, guys. We have the Oklahoma City Thunderheaded to Portland to take on the Trailblazers, where the Oklahoma City Thunder opened as a three-point favorite. That number is at minus two now for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Total opened up at 223. That number is at 222. Um, this Portland Trailblazers team is so bad that this is the first time that the Oklahoma City Thunder have been favored on the road this season. Um, but let's, oh, check the, <laughs> let's check the injury report for both of these squads. SGA out. Josh Giddy out. We know about Lou Dort gone for the season. Darius Baisley, doubtful. Um, Kenrich Williams out for the Oklahoma City Thunder for the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, do I really want to go through this list? Um, Damian, we know about Dame. Everybody's, Everybody, everybody's out. <laughs> yeah. Trendon Watford, uh, Anthony Simons, Justice Winslow, Josh Hart, uh, Greg Brown the third is the only questionable attack for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, Terrell, you got anything for this game, man? Minus two for the OKC Thunder. Over under 13,000 people in the building tonight. Oh, give me the under. I don't know. They still Portland, <laughs> I've been looking. Portland's still been putting some fans in the seats, man. I'm really surprised. They've had like well, who did they have last? I think it was like fifteen thousand fans at the last game. That Rockets the last two games. Yeah, the seventeen. They had seventeen. Okay, maybe, you know, possibly. But okay, the Pistons came. No, that was that was at Detroit. Spurs came to town. I didn't look at this one. How many did they have here? They had sixteen. Oh, I might have given this a little bit lower of a nine. They still been putting some. All right, the Wizards. They they ain't no way they put nobody in the stands when the Wizards came to town. No, they're still at seventeen. Okay, people are still coming to watch Portland and them play. They're still coming to watch them play. Uh, it's probably not to. There's not a lot to do in Portland, I guess. So, God, this is no, because no, because I was I was a hundred percent gonna say just lock up. Okay, see, because I'll take SGA, but SGA is not playing now. Yeah, so SGA's out. I <laughs> it and I think this is kind of trending a little bit more to a pick, but I mean the Thunder still got <laughs> Trey. The Thunder still got Trey Man. Yeah, like, that's, a, that's a yeah, they still got Trey Man. So oh, I Chef think that's Steve. pretty and I may, I'm trying to decide what the line, like what was their thoughts in the line? Okay, the Thunder just covered on the road against the Nuggets with no SGA. In mm-hmm. a game I was on Thunder as well. They just covered on the road again with no SGA, and they'll be able to play really good against the Blazers. But then it's like it's also the Blazers, and the Blazers are a dumpster <laughs> fire. And absolutely. <laughs> and I feel terrible for – What's his name? Chauncey. I Chauncey. feel terrible for Chauncey because this is 100% not what he signed up for. Yeah. Oh, do I just take the home dog? Yes. Just give me the Blazers. Time on this game. <laughs> just give me the Blazers. Yeah, just, just, just take the home dog. Give me dog. the Blazers. Yeah, just give me the Blazers, I guess. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's Nobody's going to be watching this game. I might actually, I might, I might not watch the game when it happens, but I may watch a rerun of the game. Actually, I will say this: if you wanted some action as a player part, keep an eye on Drew Eubanks' uh, rebounding props here tonight because uh, we've talked about OKC's lack of front court. 
Um, and they've struggled against big men. So maybe Drew Eubanks has maybe a double-double here tonight. Um, currently seeing his points at uh, – let me see his double-double because his rebounds are at 12.5. But oh no, that's at minus 275. But if you do want action, I think that's one way I'm looking at it uh, as far as a player prop. Um, anything else for this game, bro? I'll say Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams has been pretty Im- somewhat impressive. Okay. He's had a few games of over 20, and he has the volume. It's just whether does he make the shots or not. He, obviously, there's a direct correlation between whether he actually has a good field goal percentage and his points prop and what he puts up. So I'll take a stab on Brandon Williams and just say that nobody plays defense at all in this game. So maybe Brandon Williams and Trey Mann are two good angles to look at this. Somebody weird is going to score like 25 points, and their points prop is going to be plus 1,000 for that. So (laughs) somebody's going to have like a 25-point day. Yeah, um, not the most exciting game of the night, but that's what we have to close with. Let's get into our picks for tonight, Terrell, Locke, and Dog. Uh, let's get this Monday started off with a bang. I will go first here um, for my lock. Um, I'm going to go with a total. And this, is a, this was a number that I, I saw. It was the first game that we discussed, the Denver Nuggets and the Charlotte Hornets here tonight. Um, give me the over 233 and a half here. Uh, we talked about Denver has really struggled against the uh, – sorry, struggled on defense as of late. They are all the way down at number 28, bottom three in all most statistical categories on the defensive side of the basketball, Charlotte, we know, I think their guard play tonight, you know, we talked about it when we talked about that game with Terry Rozier, um, LaMelo ball, PJ Washington, I think should can have a big game. Miles Bridges has been playing well all season long. I think Denver, they'll have enough to put up points with Joker bones, Highland and get contributions from other guys as well. So I'll take the over two thirty-three and a half in this game as my lock. For my dog, oh, man, um, not much that I am liking here. Really? I feel like I want a lot of dogs today. Yeah, I think – what was the one – there was a one that I said – you know what? Let's just go with – I'll stay in the same game. Let's go with Charlotte plus 130 at home. Why not? Give me that as my dog. Um, yeah, plus 130, Charlotte Hornets. I'm going to – yeah, a bit of a same game parlay. Yeah, action. same game parlay action there. So I will go as my lock over two thirty three half two thirty three and a half with the over as my lock in the Denver Nuggets and Charlotte Hornets game. I'll take Charlotte Hornets plus one thirty on the money line, plus three on the spread as well. Terrell, what do you got for that? I'm looking at about plus four, no, plus three hundred. If you parlay those, yeah, parlay yeah, together. Sounds good. All right. For my lock, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going with ninety six percent of the money, and my gut is just telling me that this is the play today. Give me the Miami Heat minus thirteen. I mean, it, it sounds nasty. It doesn't seem to be true. No way the Miami Heat cover such a large spread, and they're such a historically bad team when they're favored, but. They're at home. They really, really need this win. And not only do they need this win, they need this win quickly and efficiently. They need to go ahead, put them out the way, and yep. sit a few of those guys and let some of those bench guys get some work. Give me the Miami Heat to get it done. Minus 13, not really scared of the large number here, but Sacramento is really bad, and 
I think that the Heat defense already could have gave them problems with Sabonis and Fox in the lineup. That defense could really give them problems without those guys in the lineup as well. So I'll take the minus 13. For my dog, let's see here. Give me the Rockets, man. The Rockets got <laughs> killed by 30. They, get, they, get, they got killed by 30 by the Spurs three games this season. At some point, you just got to want to put your big boy pants on and go out here and get a win. There's no way they get killed by 30 for the third game this season. <laughs> for the fourth game, for the fourth game this season, no way. No way they get killed by 40 again. Give me the Rockets. It's a pretty juicy dog, too, at plus 245. I'll take it. There we go. So, so that's my lock. My dog locks on the show this episode. I locked up who the, I locked up Toronto minus four and a half. Of course, I locked up Miami Heat minus 13. And I don't think I touched on anything else. And because the Rockets are my dog, I'm locking up the Rockets plus seven and a half as well. All right. There we go. Terrell has been on fire with this locks uh, since I've been out. He's hit six out of his last seven. I believe that's what I'm seeing. Um, so definitely, I think, uh, continue to ride the hot hand here with Terrell minus 13 as his lock with the Miami heat. And then he's like the Rockets plus 260 as his dog. And then for myself, uh, same game kind of uh, action here for me, I'm taking Denver Charlotte over 233 and a half and Hornets plus 130 on the money line, uh, plus three as well on the spread as my dog. And I agree with you. I also do like Raptors here tonight, uh, minus three and a half minus four against the Boston Celtics, a uh, big game for, um, for the Toronto Raptors here tonight, uh, trying to keep their position and stay out of that play in tournament. So a good spot for the Hornets here tonight as well. Uh, That's going to bring us to the end of the show here today. Terrell, anything else, man, that you want to get off your chest before we get out of here? I think I'm going to add the Pacers to that. Add the Pacers real quick. Pacers plus eight. I'm going to lock it up. Add the Pacers plus eight. Lock it up and sprinkle on the money line there too. That was my other dog that I was considering going with. And so I'm going to just go ahead and lock them up as well. Okay. So let's see here. Let me double check the best number that you can get on the Pacers. So Pacers right now plus 280 is what I'm seeing the best number. But definitely shop. Sorry, I was seeing a three to one actually. Uh, for the pay, uh, sorry, the Pacers, yeah, against the Atlanta Hawks here tonight. So, yeah, I um, like that. Two locks here for Terrell on the show here. Um, plus the eight at home against the Atlanta Hawks and sprinkle on that money line as well, plus 300. But definitely shop around, uh, for that number as well. Uh, that'll bring us to the end of the show on this Monday episode of the NBA Gambling Podcast. Feels great to be back with my guy Terrell. Mm-hmm. We'll be back all throughout the week, as usual, on the NBA Gambling Podcast. Make sure to head over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. A lot of great stuff happening between college uh, basketball, March Madness. We're down to the Final Four. We're pumping out MLB content as well. USFL right around the corner, NFL Draft right around the corner, and the NBA playoffs right around the corner. So we are all excited here at the NBA Gambling Podcast. Terrell, how is your bracket looking, brother? Oh, disgusting. <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. UCLA was the champion in one bracket, so that's pretty much done. I got Kansas in another one, so I guess that one is still going, but that UCLA one, that, that one hurt me. North Carolina, I'm excited to see North Carolina and Duke in the Final Four. Give me UNC plus four and a half, I think it is that. Now everybody's going to think this is a revenge angle yeah. for Duke, and – 
everybody just thinks, oh, they're going to go in there and train roll them and get another win. These games be close. They be down to the wire a lot of the time. And I think this season is one of abnormalness where both teams got a blowout. I think this one is going to be the one that's going to be one possession game. Give me UNC plus the points. Are we going to see another uh, another bet between you and uh, Nick Dan? Probably so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably so. We'll Good see. time to get into the Slack channel, sg.pn slash Slack. A lot of great conversations. Uh, a lot of balls busting, but it's always respectable. It's all a lot of fun with all the guys and all the different uh, the channels that we have in our Slack channel. So if you are not in there, come join the conversation, sg.pn slash Slack. I will be back tonight with my main man, Zach. We'll talk about Tuesday games and maybe some things around the association as well. So look out for that pod. Uh, And then Terrell and I will be back on Wednesday as usual to break down the Wednesday game. So till then, good luck with your bets here tonight, guys. Make sure to follow the SG or sorry, the NBA gambling podcast, Twitter account at SGP and NBA follow Terrell at really real underscore underscore on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Like I said, be back tonight or tomorrow with myself and Zach. Till then, let's get this week started off with a bang. Good luck with your bets and let it ride. Basketball, get it, get it, get it.